Welcome to the NABS Now podcast, brought to you by the National Association of Blind Students, a proud division of the National Federation of the Blind. Hey everyone, and welcome to the NABS Now podcast. I'm your host, Nina, and today I'll be co-hosting this episode with Mossum. Mossum, say hello. <laughs> hello. <laughs> so today we are going to be talking about dressing for success as a student. So we talk all the time about first impressions, especially when it comes to interviews, jobs, and internships, but a huge part of that is looking the part of a professional. So we're going to hear from two guests coming up about some do's and don'ts in the world of professional fashion, and I'll turn it over to them. Hi, NABs. This is Alex Castillo. I'm a rehabilitation teacher with the Virginia Department for the Blind and Vision Impaired. And I'm here to talk with you guys about dress, particularly dressing for something like Washington Seminar or a job interview. So let's go ahead and get started. You're going to want to pick out things that go well together. This is not a time to be super adventurous unless you're already quite familiar with formal dress. So what we're going to do here is just going to talk about the rules, if you can call them that. And of course, you can break those. And I always break them. But you got to know what it is that you're breaking, what the expectation is. Okay, so let's start out with what do people wear in the wintertime? You already know this probably, but let's just go over it. Okay, so you're going to want a jacket or a coat that is longer than your suit jacket. That coat is probably going to be made out of some type of wool or wool hybrid. Okay. And it's probably going to be dark, either black, gray, charcoal, navy blue. Now, you've got your coat, you've got your peak coat, and you need a suit under that. So, again, the colors of that suit are probably going to be black, gray, navy blue, any shade between those. That's going to be the most commonly used colors. If you've got a suit that is solid, you're probably going to want a tie that has a pattern on it and you're probably going to want a shirt that has a little bit of a pattern on it too if it's a solid shirt with a solid suit that also looks very elegant very sharp you don't need patterns all over the place but definitely your tie should have some kind of pattern on it your suit should not look like a uniform now if you've got a suit with a pattern on it already so pinstripe is very common again you could use a shirt that is solid you could use a tie that has a little bit of a pattern on it. But you don't want to go too much in the patterns here because your suit already has a pattern. So three different patterns, too much. They don't know how to handle that stuff. So don't do it. Now, let's talk about your shoes and your belt. Your shoes should always match your belt. If you've got a watch, the wristband should match your shoes and match your belt. Now, this doesn't mean that it has to be the exact same color through and through it could be let's say you've got a pair of brown shoes on and that belt has different tones of brown one of those tones matches very well exactly in other words it's the same color as your shoes it could just be that or vice versa be a little bit of a tone on your shoes that matches the same tone on your belt but again in a job interview you're on the hill you want to be as conservative as possible with your dress don't want to go too much. You want them to pay attention to what you're saying, not necessarily what you look like. So let's get into your ties. This is very important. I can't show you how to tie a tie 
on a podcast or on a call or anything like that. But I do have a resource for you. Um, if you go to tie-atai.net, again, tie-atai.net, they have lots of images. If you're the type that says the images are not my language, Alex, then I say, well, they have also step-by-step instructions on how you can tie a tie. You got to practice this. You got to pick a knot that looks good with you. You got to pick a knot that goes with your suit. Usually the Windsor knot goes with very well with slim ties and it's going to go with most slim suits, which is probably what you're getting if you have bought a suit recently. The double Windsor, it's got a thicker knot and that's going to look really good with a classic fitting suit and it's a very CEO type of tie. You're the boss kind of tie, okay? With that said, let's talk a little bit about business casual and more formal. If you're on the hill, you don't necessarily want business casual. If you're on a date, uh, you're on an interview, or you're hanging out with people, that's okay. But on the hill, you're going to want to be as formal as you can without wearing a tuxedo and without looking like you're getting married. So what is business casual? Business casual could be a pair of really dark jeans, a very nice shirt, and a sports jacket. Business casual could be a nice uh, slim suit without a tie, no socks, and loafers. So it really depends on where you are going and who you're going to be around. I would say a very safe business casual look is no tie, just a suit, a nice shirt, socks, and a belt, and that's it. Maybe you don't button all of the buttons on your shirt. You open, you know, maybe you leave a button or two uh, just kind of loose. Give you that I'm relaxed kind of look. Again, but it's just going to depend on where you're going and who you're with. So I would say if you don't know, play it safe. And yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Have a good night or morning or afternoon. everyone, this is Mary Fernandez. I am currently a student at Duke University at the Fuqua School of Business getting my MBA. I'll be graduating in May, woo, which is very exciting. And today we're going to talk a little bit about business outfits, both formal and casual. And the way I like to approach it for women is from the inside out. So I'm just going to give you a very brief overview and some things that I think about a lot when I am getting dressed. So the first thing is to make sure that your underwear, anything that's going to go under your clothes is super comfortable and fits. And this is super important because there is nothing worse than having leggings or something that starts rolling down or like your bra strap keeps falling off your shoulder. Those little things, particularly like in an interview or in a presentation kind of setting can be super distracting to you and can get you off your stride. So literally making sure that your underwear fits, whether that means that you get measured or whatever, and that it's going to stay in place and do what it's supposed to do, which is stay in place. And to the point that you don't notice it is step number one in my book. Also making sure that the colors are right. So if you're gonna wear light colored pants or tops, 
don't wear black underneath because it's going to show through. So making sure that things don't are, are not showing through your outfit. Um, and that goes, you know, the same for texture. So if you have like a super lacy thing underneath and a thin top, it's probably going to show. So just be aware of that. So then we move on to thinking about the actual outfit. And there are two things that you should think about. A, what is the occasion, right? So is it super business formal or is it going to be more business casual so business casual would be something like a career fair maybe or something where like you don't have to be in a suit basically and the great thing for women is that we have a ton of options as to how we do business wear so a figure out what's comfortable for you are you a pants person are you a skirt person are you both because the most important thing in whatever outfit you choose is that you are comfortable and you feel like yourself because that's going to help your confidence so if you like pants which is great in the winter um you know like for a business casual you can do slacks with a top and maybe a blazer just make sure that your top has sleeves if you're not gonna wear a blazer sometimes that's okay you can also wear a cardigan over it or a sweater so like something nice over so you can layer a bit but if you're wearing like a really nice top so i have a lot of nice tops with like long sleeves that are silky or satiny and it's a more business casual thing that can totally work too when it's more business formal, the easiest thing to do, honestly, is to buy a couple of suits, whether it's suit dresses, so a dress that has blazer or a jacket over it that perfectly matches it or complements it, or like a pantsuit or skirt suit. So those are the easiest things to do because that way you're going to look super uniform um, and you don't really have to worry about it on the day of. Just have in your head like what kind of color you want to wear underneath. So I always like a pop of color. It's not always people's first thing. But for me, I like to wear bright colors underneath or like patterns or something. Just make sure that like if you're wearing pinstripes, you don't want to wear like a bunch of patterns because that might clash. So making sure that things are actually going well with each other. So we got the outfit part down for the most part. The next thing to think about is your shoes. So I love heels and I can walk in heels and they're comfortable to me. But I also think about, am I going to be sitting a lot or standing a lot? If I'm standing a lot, I have standing shoes, shoes that I know I can stand on for a long time and not feel like my feet are going to go numb. But not everybody likes heels. So again, figure out what's comfortable for you. If it's flats, there are so many gorgeous flats and for me shoes are like part of the fun so I like to really emphasize my outfit and really like bring out my shoes that's a big thing for me but that's because I'm obsessed with shoes not everybody is so you choose what kind of style is is your own and if it's flats there's a ton of flats if you want to go super basic you basically can't go wrong with black shoes so making sure that you have a couple of fair shoes that you feel super comfortable in also if you're going to an interview or something you can always wear flats to the building and then change in the bathroom or something I've done that a few times or even like once I get there, like getting out of my Uber, I will change into my heels. That way I don't have to walk in them the entire time. That's something that's super common. 
I am a minimalist with jewelry, but that's just my personal style. But again, it comes down to what kind of statement and look you want to have. So if you want to have a more dramatic look and you have a gray suit on and like a more neutral color underneath, absolutely cool to do like a statement necklace or like more of a statement earrings. I wouldn't recommend both. That's too busy. But if you want to really accessorize with some more poppy jewelry, it's totally cool to do that. And finally, think about makeup. For a day professional look, you really want to go minimal. So for me, if I'm going to an interview, I shouldn't say minimal. I should say more neutral, right? Like I'm not going to do a full-on smoky eye if I'm going to an interview because I'm not going on a date. I'm going to an interview, which I suppose is the kind of date, but not the kind of date. I'm talking about. Um, so what I'll do is foundation, mascara, if you are comfortable wearing mascara. And instead of doing like three or four shades of eyeshadow, I'll just do one shade. And that shade, it doesn't have to be a neutral. It can be a color that complements your outfit or that just complements your eyes, whatever makes you feel happy. And then if you want a little bit of blush and lipstick. If you're doing a little bit of blush, just again, keep it neutral, keep it kind of low key because what you want to do is highlight your facial features a little bit, but be conscientious of what the occasion is and for a date or something that's a whole other conversation we can talk about smoky eye and highlighter and all of those fun things highlighter is fine too for interviews i think the eyes have a lot to say the eyes and the lipstick so as long as you keep those like more in the neutral end with like one shade of eyeshadow and maybe more of a nude or neutral lipstick that's great. Now, if you want a more like poppy lipstick, if you want to do like a brighter color, that's totally great, but make sure that you balance that out on the rest of your face. So those are my general tips and tricks. I hope that's helpful. Um, and yeah, you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, etc. Thank you so much for listening and I hope this helps. So now that we've heard some great tips and do's and don'ts for dressing professionally, we're going to talk about dressing professionally as a student on a budget. Because we all know that as college students, we eat a lot of ramen noodles, and we probably don't have hundreds of dollars to spend on designer professional clothes. I wish so. <laughs> so, Mossum, do you want to explain our first tip? So, our first tip has to do with looking into what items you already own and putting them together for a stylish and professional outfit. So one thing that I have found that works really well for me is kind of taking an inventory of everything that I already own, even if it's from random outfits that were separately given to me or that I bought separately. So this might look like having a cardigan and nice t-shirt, like a button down, and a skirt that's like entirely from some other thing and looking at how those things could be put together to create an outfit that suits you and that suits the event that you're going to. This can help you save a lot of time and money because you don't have to go specifically shopping for an entire outfit. That can also end up being pretty expensive if you buy everything all together. 
But if you look through what you already have and realize that you have a lot of nice looking things and things that would work for the occasion you're going to, you can kind of create a hodgepodge that ends up coming together to be a very nice outfit. So our next tip has to do with comparison shopping. So in today's technological world, comparison shopping has become more easy than ever, no matter the level of vision that you have. There are a lot of apps on Google Play and the App Store that allow you to compare different coupons for different retailers and make all of that accessible. So there's no more worrying about barcodes or losing paper coupons. In addition, a lot of stores now offer discount cards and also reward points. So when you're going to buy a bunch of professional clothes, you should try to select retailers where you will be earning money back or you will be getting a certain percentage off your purchase. So our next tip has to do with thrift shopping. So this is if you're comfortable buying secondhand clothes. Um, and it's a really wonderful and honestly cost-effective option. You have a lot of different choices, especially if you go thrift shopping in person. Um, there's different places you can go to, like the Salvation Army and plenty of others that have a lot of a selection and variety. And you can really find what you're into, what fits your style, and also what looks nice for you. Um, and one of the other great things about it, too, is that there's always good deals and you can get gently used items that you may not buy otherwise brand new, but they're in very good condition and you're getting them for a great price. If you're not comfortable with secondhand clothes, that also makes a lot of sense. Um, but then one thing that you should definitely do is buy long lasting essentials that you can kind of fit with all types of outfits and you can wear with everything just about. So examples might look like camisoles or tights or tank tops. Um, and one thing that I've realized recently is that there are a lot of bulk deals on small items like these. Like you have to be looking out for them, but they're really not worth missing, especially if there's like a three dollars for three tank tops deal or something like that. Like snatch that up. Get right on that because these items will last you a good long while, but they will also come in handy when you need them. So my next tip has to do with buying several high quality items. These can include really good pairs of dress pants, a suit jacket or a blazer, dress shoes, that sort of thing. And the main thing that you want to realize with this is that these items should last for years at least if you do spend money on a few good quality items. You're going to want to make sure that they are in neutral colors, you know, black or navy. And that way you can match them with more trendy accessories or shirts or different things of that nature, but you will have them for a very long time. And I, so I know for me personally, I invested some really like good quality blazers and I've had them for a while, but I could always change up what I wear with them and, you know, keep up with trends and accessories and that sort of thing. But I will always kind of have these main staples that are classic and that I don't really have to worry about going out of style. So last but not least, we have buying versatile items for different levels of dress. I did not realize how significant this was until very recently. But if you have different clothes that will work for different types of functions and different levels of dress, you'll find it really useful, especially so you don't have to keep buying things over and over. So for example, if you have a very versatile dress, a dress that would work for business casual, but also if you put a blazer over it or some nice cardigan, 
you could kind of amp it up to formal level, then you'll be able to wear that dress in more than one location for more than one event. And you will have a lot more flexibility about how you put together outfits. I think it's always just kind of one of those things where you have very set outfits, you know exactly what parts you're going to use for each one, but then you can also kind of spice it up and switch things around and use things for different events that you may not have before. So really focusing on that one, we might see things like those dresses, blazers, cardigans, even nice dress shirts that you can change up a little and make them formal, but also more casual as needed. Well, that wraps up our episode for Dress for Success. I hope that you all found some very helpful and useful information within this episode. I would like to thank my co-host, Masa Mehta, as well as our special guests, Mary Fernandez and Alex Castillo. I really appreciate everyone who made this episode possible, and we can't wait to talk to you guys soon. Thank you.